All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, we are going to be discussing is diet or exercise more important for both health and fitness? Now, this recently just, just came to mind for me just because I've been seeing more and more posts on, um, especially like, it's kind of interesting when you are, or, or when you have been in the fitness industry for a while, I've been going on like 10, 11 years now and counting. And you tend to see that the fitness industry runs on the sort of um, extreme ends of the of a pendulum. So it's like a pendulum that's that swings, like in, in like the the last like five six years or so, we've seen it swung so far in one direction, and then the previous years, five to six years before that, we've seen it uh, swing so far the other um, side of the the pendulum. And I'm sure like in the following five to six years, we're gonna see it swing back and swing again. And meanwhile, like if we really want to talk about just like optimal like nutrition and training and exercise and all that kind of stuff, it really like at the end of the day, it all really does lie somewhere in the middle because when we take all of these nuances into account, like you know personal preference, um, what your specific goals are, like the yeah, like they they really do all lie somewhere in the middle, um, especially if you want to like live a moderated and more balanced lifestyle in a way, and which I think you know. 90% of us want to we don't really want to make fitness our our over consume our entire lives and like even as someone who does this as as a living like if is a fitness professional for a living like I don't want fitness to completely completely consume my life like I don't want to have to think about my diet 100% of the time and I don't think about training every single day of the week and all that like I want to live a balanced lifestyle. I want to obviously stay in shape. I want to be in good health, but also I want to live a balanced lifestyle. And yeah, obviously eat healthy, but also have room for like enjoying myself and not like just like stress myself out every time I'm going out with friends or something. So yeah, I think we we all want to live in that moderated balanced lifestyle. So with that said, kind of transitioning into this week's episode, um, what I've noticed in kind of the, like I said, the the pendulum of extremes in the fitness industry is that it, we, we are kind of in this, in that like five to six year period that I'm talking about where everyone's just talking about, oh, you need to um, focus so much on your diet and all that. And meanwhile, the previous five to six years, I've seen like, oh, you should be exercising, you should be working out six to seven times a week. And I mean, obviously, we still see traces of this here and there. But for the most part, what I've noticed as kind of the, 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 the uh, if you will, the kind of collective thoughts or the what is everyone saying like collectively um the the collective majority what what is like what are most people preaching so we see now in like i said in today's period that everyone's preaching oh you need to be 100% on point with your diet or diets should be the main thing that you pay attention to in terms of whether it's fat loss whether it's muscle building whether it's just improving your overall health you need to stay away from like hydrogenated oils or i don't even know what they say i don't i try not to pay attention to that shit but uh <laughs> Like, yeah, you need to stay away from like seed oils and stuff or like, or you should be paying attention to seed oils or like you should be 100% focused on your diet. You should stay away from these foods and you should be eating healthy. You should stay away from like uh, processed dyes and like flavors and blah, blah, blah and like all this other stuff. And you should be only paying attention or not only, but you should be paying attention to the vast majority of your diet. If you want to build muscle, if you want to lose fat, you know, exercise should be used as a tool and it's only like as on the side kind of thing. And so 
yeah, we've seen this, like, the, the pendulum swing so far that, like, diet should be the most important thing that you pay attention to, and then exercise is just kind of the, the backdrop, if you will, or the second priority, or, yeah, just, just something that, that you, you tack on top of your diet for, and, and, like, yeah, diet should be the main priority, and then exercise is just something that you tack on as kind of an, an addition, a kind of an, an accessory, if you will, for improving your health and fitness. Meanwhile, like, before that, we would say, like, or I wouldn't say, but we, we would um, hear that, oh, exercise is super important. You should be following these splits and be in the gym six to seven times a day. And like cardio should be, you should be doing tons of cardio. You should be lifting a ton or I don't, I don't even think lifting was that big back then. But the big thing was like main focus is cardio for a lot of the, the things that you're seeking. And like now we're seeing like more, obviously more strength training focus, which is awesome. But also we've kind of seen, um, a, a sort of like neglect for cardio like cardio should be just sort of a backdrop sort of thing and like strength training should be the the number one priority you should be focusing on and then cardio is just like you know a supplementary thing and like you should you shouldn't really pay too much attention to it but like now the, the more and more th stuff i learned it's like really all of these things i think are equally important like we should be paying our attention to our diet to an extent we should be eating uh most mostly a whole lot of quality food sources because we want the micronutrients because we want the fiber because we want all of these good things that come as a result of eating whole foods but also we should leave some room like not saying that you can't have some butter and steak and have um you know your sweets and and um your cookies and your treats and all that from time to time but it's like limiting those things so that we one like we we don't get the negative health consequences from eating like you know too much um highly saturated fat and also um you know, because of the calorie density, like we don't want to overconsume too many calories, put on a lot of body fat. And then obviously that, that comes with, um, you know, long term chronic diseases in itself. And then on the other end, you'll have people who argue that like, hey, it is all about calories in and calories out. It doesn't really matter what you eat as long as you're hitting your protein, hitting your calories. It's like, that's it. And really, like, really, the, the answer, like using just pure common sense, we know that hey, it's probably healthy to eat some fruits and veggies and have a pretty balanced diet and not just eat calories in, calories out. And like, even though you're not currently affected by it, like just focusing on calories in, calories out, and you can just eat all of these like crap food sources. And yeah, I mean, I don't like to demonize foods, but like common sense like dictates that, hey, we should probably be preparing most of our meals. We should probably be having a lot of whole quality food sources and not just like eating a bunch of like, boxed or you know fast food and like just highly processed stuff that like doesn't really contain much nutrients like for overall health like we should be eating a well-rounded diet that we prepare mostly ourselves um so yeah and then obviously with the with the whole argument with diet it's like yeah obviously you can't out exercise a bad diet and like i also do want to add the caveat in this episode that i'm i'm not like super against this like i have said this in previous episodes where like Hey, diet is the most efficient way to uh, tackle, you know, a calorie deficit because moving, like, adjusting your diet is gonna like literally move mountains in a sense because the like it, it's gonna be so much more efficient and easier, or not not quite easy, but it is definitely gonna be more efficient, and you're gonna have a much easier time cutting calories and actually getting into a calorie deficit when you like adjust your nutrition and say you know swap that donut out for something. Uh, lower calorie and like realizing that like hey I don't actually need to eat all of this high calorie junk and 
like swapping them out for lower calorie food sources, you know, prepare more of your meals and you'll, you'll actually like feel better as a result because you're eating more quality food sources. And uh, yeah, j just making these, these small swaps, like you're going to, like I said, you're going to feel so much better. And ultimately, you are going to lower your calorie intake as a result of that. And you won't have to exercise as much. And even if you tried to go the, I'm just going to exercise as much as possible, move my body as much as possible, burn as many calories as possible, you're going to have a very hard time doing that. In fact, you're probably going to beat your body up so bad that like you're going to burn out, you're going to like tap into your recovery, and you're not going to feel like working out. And ultimately, you're going to just give up on your exercise altogether, which is not a good thing. And then you're just going to end up like still overeating. And also, you're not going to teach yourself the, the healthier habits and, and you're going to form kind of a poor relationship with exercise and food because you're going to treat like, oh, food is sort of a reward for me if I exercise this certain amount and burn this certain amount of calories. So there was that whole thing. And then, yeah, like I said, I'm not against this by any means, but um, I do think that there is room for all three and I think they are all equally important and you should try and balance these three things as best as you can, obviously. But like... If you have like other priorities, if you are someone who like obviously I understand that someone who is limited on time and resources, like obviously you should be focusing more on some of these things to kind of move um, more in the right direction and to achieve your goals in a much like faster, more efficient way. But ultimately, like um, my opinion on this has kind of like shifted over the past couple of years, just learning more and just like kind of changing my priorities in a sense, just like and also like, yeah, um, pretty much just like realizing what I truly want in life and like what should I invest my time into because we all have a limited amount of time. So yeah, and then what another argument for like diet is more important than exercise. I'm going to play like both sides here in this episode. Um, So yeah, I'm not like arguing either for more one or for more for one side or more for the other. It's just kind of a discussion, if you will, just bringing up some like pros and cons of like focusing on one more than the other and also like you know the, the trade-offs and also like why focusing on one or, or the other is important or why you should be focusing on these if you have been neglecting any single like one of these parts and like yeah another argument for diets like your diet's ultimately what fuels your exercise and i've kind of touched on this a little bit earlier that yeah ultimately your diet is the food that's going to fuel your exercise it's going to fuel your training your strength training sessions your steps your cardio sessions like ultimately your food is fueling your body and we obviously want to feed ourselves with um, good food sources so that we feel good about exercising we feel good and up to actually performing for that day and also we get like a good night's rest and also we we just literally feel healthy and feel better in our bodies and feel like we're able and capable of doing stuff in our bodies meanwhile if you're feeding yourself with a bunch of junk and you're constantly feeling fatigued you're constantly feeling uh lethargic you're constantly just like not wanting to work out then like you're not feeling your body properly and your body's just trying to run on fumes so yeah there's that but yeah that, that's pretty much it for for diet and let's get into like the the exercise because we don't hear about um the argument for exercise we mainly hear like hey you should be focusing on diet most of the time and like you know exercise again is just a second priority so i feel like we need to discuss more on exercise just kind of bringing up this point and like kind of like reinvigorating like the argument for exercise and why exercise is good like obviously for a lot of people and maybe for you listening you're, you're probably like yeah this is obvious that exercise is healthy but for some people like I, I don't think that's obvious like because there's so much push for like a better diet then people kind of think like oh 
exercise is just kind of an optional thing and it's like as long as you're eating healthy as long as you're feeling about your body properly then you know exercise isn't that important but i th i like i said time and time again literally exercise is equally as important because of these reasons i'm gonna go into so first off um when we say exercise like we're talking about strength training we're talking about cardio or any sort of like uh basically just moving your body and so one of the main arguments I have for exercise is that, like, I mean, at its very core, if we think about strength training, like, a lot of people like to say, you know, oh, strength training is going to help you build muscle and improve your metabolism and burn more calories tonight. And admittedly, I have said this in the past. And also, like, we say that, oh, you should be doing cardio to help you burn some, burn a little bit of calories and move your body. It's like, yes, obviously, these things are true when no one is saying these things are not true because when you're burning because when you're moving your body and when trying to keep your body alive literally burns calories so like but really these forms of exercise don't actually burn that many calories like if we take take a look at a strength training session it doesn't burn that many calories maybe burns 100 200 calories and most for your like hour-long session and also the the muscle you build i believe it's like uh, it's not it's not as much as like people like to say it is like I know the the figure that people used to throw around it's like 40 50 calories per pound of muscle which is a shit ton because if you put on 10 pounds of muscle that's an extra 500 calories on top of your um, maintenance added but like yeah but it, it's literally not that high I believe the new numbers are now like anywhere from like five six even seven calories per pound of muscle so if you put on 10 pounds of muscle that's an extra 50 to 70 calorie calories you're burning on top of your maintenance so that's 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 not a lot for like 10 pounds and for most people um like men can probably build anywhere from um like 20 to 50 pounds of muscle in their lifetime depending on your genetics and your um your frame and all that and then women can expect about half of that throughout their lifetime so it's like like, even if you were on the upper end, you'd only be burning, like, a couple extra hundred calories. Um, so, yeah, it's actually not that much. But here's still the argument for that. doesn't mean you should just ditch strength training or ditch cardio because you're like, well, I'm not burning that many calories. But here's the thing. Like, people who exercise typically want to lead better diets and lifestyle choices because if we think about it, like, after a bout of exercise, you're probably not like most people are probably not going to be like, well, you know, I exercise, I'm going to reward. Like I know, like I said, some people I know do this, but like for the most part, most people and, I, and myself included, I'm like, I had a really good training session. I got all my workout done for today. And like, I just feel really good about moving my body. And like, you know, the endorphins are rushing on that. And obviously you don't want to throw that momentum under the bus and just go, well, I'm just going to like, reward myself and just have a large large pizza like you probably want to like keep the momentum going and be like okay i had a really good training session i really want to make sure i keep continuing these habits and this lifestyle up so i'm going to uh, eat healthier i'm probably going to make myself a salad i'm gonna like give myself a nice home-cooked meal uh, or like you're like oh i have meal prepped at home i'm like even though as i i kind of want pizza right now like i feel like for for my best intentions and for my goals right now i should be sticking to my meal plan and i should be um, eating my meal preps so you make the better decisions in a sense like people who exercise like it, it's been shown that they make better diet and lifestyle choices and like yeah obviously you want to keep going like you don't want to just exercise me like well like that was shitty i'm done like most people like who exercise and as, as much as the the saying like some people hate the saying but like i personally i agree with it and i like it that like no one has ever regrets like 
getting a good workout in because really that that's it like even if you had a really shitty day and you go into the gym and somehow you get a really banging workout you're like wow i feel really good and like you're glad that you've done it even like despite the shitty day like you got some adrenaline going you got some endorphins going and it's just like it's just a rewarding feeling of like moving your body and i i think that's like as people as humans it's just something that we crave and like our bodies are literally built to do that so it's like obviously it's like physically and mentally rewarding to move your body and exercise so yeah that that's one argument of why exercise is more important than diet and yeah like i said i'm not playing sides here but like the more i learned that i realized that like these things are all equally important and like we don't want to downplay the effects of any of these but yeah it, but in fact like exercise like is still important this is one, one of the reasons why like if you have been kind of neglecting exercise in a sense this is something this is a reason why we you want to kind of bring that up into the prioritization um, scale and just make sure that all of these things are getting the equal love and attention that they deserve um, so yeah and then number two is going to be just staying physically active and strengthening you know skeletal muscle and heart muscle does a lot more for health than we actually think it does like most people just think of like oh i'm just going to strength train to get bigger muscles or i'm going to get a little bit stronger and then you know doing cardio for heart health that's just gonna like help me prevent heart disease all like all even though those things are like obvious and obviously very important like people just kind of think about that on the surface level and we really don't think that just simply improving these things are going to improve so much more things in life. So, um, oh, oh yeah, and if you aren't aware, like skeletal muscle, heart muscle, so these, like obviously our hearts and like our skeletal muscles, say, you know, like your quads, glutes, hamstrings, you know, biceps and all that, those are like skeletal muscles because they physically attach to our skeleton and they basically move our body. Uh, whereas heart muscle, like obviously our heart and like our biceps and all that, they're like, they are both muscles. But if we look at like the individual muscle fibers, these are completely different like muscle fiber types um, because they perform different functions and they're required to do different things and we you can't have the same muscle tissue doing the same things. Um, so yeah, but basically skeletal muscle is just a type of muscle and then heart or cardiac muscle is a different type of muscle and then they're trained through different adaptations and through different exercise programs. Um, like as we know with like strength training and also doing cardio-based workouts, they are two completely different things. Um, and train different types of muscles and are used for different purposes uh, but yeah also all that stuff aside like literally strengthening these things like like building more muscle mass or just simply strengthening your current um, heart capacity and also like you know stroke stroke power and stroke volume and all that um, like literally does so much better so much more for us than we actually think it does so one of the main things that um, like literally working out and exercising your heart and your skeletal muscles is that it helps better improve um, new, better nutrition nutrient partitioning, which is just basically how your body uses fuels like you know carbs and fats in the body. And so, if we think about someone with a sedentary lifestyle, like any sort of movement or yeah, basically any sort of movement is going to feel high intensity in them because their body's just not well conditioned. So as a result of this. Um, your your body like burns we we, we you probably heard of the saying that like you know higher intensity burns more carbs lower intensity burns more fat and this is true because um yeah basically higher intensity forms of exercise just require a quick form of energy which is going to be pulled from our carb sources in our body whereas like fat is is better for a longer sustained period of exercise but also like 
you know, the longer you can sustain something, it probably means you're working at a lower intensity. Um, so yeah, but basically when you're not conditioned, your body, like from a perception level, it's going to feel like, like basically like if you're like your baseline is like sitting on the couch and that's like pretty much your normal everyday um, sedentary lifestyle and then you go for like say a brisk walk that's gonna feel very tough so percept and, and on the level of perception like and also relativity that level of intensity is gonna feel pretty high intensity so your body at first is gonna start burning more carbs as fuel but as you get more and more conditioned you know that brisk walk is soon gonna turn into like an easy walk for you and so because of that your body just shifts nutrient partitioning and starts burning more fat as fuel uh, because now it's at a lower perceived um intensity so your body is able to use those lower intensity forms of fuel to fuel that workout and so literally just by becoming more well conditioned and just exercising more your body is going to get better at using fuel so yeah if that's not like one reason to do it that then that then that's something that's something else you can add to a reason for exercising and just moving your body overall another thing is just improving sleep overall because a lot of people like say that they have shitty sleep and like obviously I'd say, you know, 89% of the time it's going to be due to people's just like poor choices. Like people just stay up watching Netflix until 3 a.m. Or people like procrastinate and then they end up like doing all their work late at night. Or maybe like you're a night owl and you just tend to do a lot of your better work at night. Which like there's nothing wrong with. But also like if that is tapping into your sleep, is ta then that and tapping into that sleep is affecting everything else else in your life and you also have kind of bigger goals in a sense you want to achieve body composition goals you want to achieve strength goals and you want to make this fitness thing and you do actually have higher fitness goals then you have to take a look at sleep because sleep is one of the best like supplements as, I, as I've said and I put supplements in quotes because it's literally something that we need but um yeah, it's, it's one of the most underrated things you can do for just building muscle, losing fat, and just improving overall fitness and health because that's when your body recovers. So we want to be optimizing that as best as we can. So yeah, but yeah, back to the original point, like most people, like the reason why like their their sleep suffers, like I said, 89% of the time is because they just have a shitty sleep routine. Like they just stay up all all night and they don't really have kind of a sleep hygiene routine, you know, making sure that they're not staring at their phones or staring at screens for the last like two hours before bed, uh, making sure that they're not like eating a shit ton of food right before bed or, um, and if that's like, you know, making you super full and making you have trouble uh, sleeping or staying asleep, then that could be something to look at. But for the other like 10 to 20%, I'd say this is typically due to like just living a sedentary lifestyle because, you know, it's it's kind of funny because like with dogs and everything like we want to make sure we take them out on walks and we want to make them make sure that we take them out to the dog park so they can play with other dogs and get a lot of this um stimulation and like interaction so that by the end of the day they're pretty tired and then they they can like actually go to sleep and like not be like super restless or running around the house or something um whereas people like uh like yeah with, with people instead like we don't like look at that those things the same way like we wonder why we are struggling to stay asleep at night and yet like we spend the most of our day like sitting in an office chair or lying on the couch or just like basically not moving our bodies like or moving our bodies so minimally and then we wonder why we can't sleep because we haven't really expended that energy or we really haven't uh, moved ourselves to a significant degree and tired ourselves out so that we're actually tired by the end of the day 
And so that that's a big part of it. Like literally moving your body and just we we our body, like I said, our bodies are made to move. And so when we move our bodies, we're actually expending energy. And so yes, it's a good thing that you're burning a little extra calories, but also you're kind of um, stimulating yourself both physically and mentally so that by the end of the day, you're actually tired and you can actually get that full nights of rest and your body actually needs that full night of rest. And so you, you kind of like start to build this like positive feedback loop of like, yeah, you're tying yourselves out, you're being a productive and also you are giving yourself time to recharge from that productivity and from that stimulation. And then, yeah, just sort of turns into this, this positive feedback loop that we like, um, yeah, we can we can actually do more and we can actually rest more. So it's 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 kind of crazy to think about. Another thing is that um, it's kind of the same as the nutrient partitioning one. Um, improves your the efficiency of body for utilizing energy and sustaining life. And yeah, basically like your body just gets better at using energy because you're actually tying it, it out. You're actually using energy. You're actually conditioning your body to to do more. And also like when you physically strength train, you're building more muscle. And really like. Muscle mass does so much, so much more for us. And like, I think that most people can benefit from having more muscle and less fat, obviously, but like just literally having more muscle mass, like improves so much, like so much function in your life. Like obviously, like when you get to a certain point, like you can keep chasing the progress if you want to, but also know that you can stop at any point and like say, I don't really want to build any more muscle and just kind of like maintain from there. But yeah, that's pretty much it. But like for like for me personally, like, I don't need any more muscle, but I'm always kind of in the mindset of like pushing myself to build more strength, build more muscle, just because I, I love the progress. So I keep doing that for myself. But in terms of like most people, just having like a little bit more like lean muscle mass is going to help so much because your muscles are ultimately what carries your body. It's um, ultimately what like lifts your joints. So this is why when people like strength train for quite a bit and like, or they go from sedentary lifestyle to strength training a little bit, like their joints and their body feels just so much better because when you actually have muscle mass to lift your body up and to like actually carry it around, your muscle starts taking on a load, which is what's what your muscles are supposed to do rather than like your passive joint tissue that's like that's not supposed to take a lot of load. Like obviously it's supposed to be there to hold everything in place. But when it starts doing more than it's asked to, then it starts degrading and you start getting all these joint problems over time. So yeah, literally having a more muscle tissue is going to help with that. And also like when we think about muscle tissue, it's just kind of like a huge energy sink for a body. It's like, yeah, it improves your metabolism a little bit, but also a big part of it is that like muscle holds a lot of what's called muscle glycogen, basically a store, a stored form of carb source in our body. And so when we like overfeed on carbs for, for like, um, for some reason, or when we just like eat carbs in general, um, a lot of that is going to get stored into the muscle glycogen at first, because when we think about using our muscles, we want to just make like these snap decisions with our muscles. And like, obviously our body can't keep up with the energy production. So at first it's going to use some of that energy in the form of stored glycogen for that quick source of energy, because say you just wanted to get up right now and go for a sprint, your body's going to need energy from, from somewhere. So it's going to have to pull from that muscle glycogen before your body's able to like catch up. Cause like, you're obviously not going to just start breathing super hard. Um, when you like first sprint, it's like, it's going to take a while to catch up before your body's like, Oh, we need to start producing more energy for the demands. Um, so yeah, your body has the delay on some of that. So in order to kind of make up for that, your body has muscle glycogen, but yeah, just having more muscle mass in your body kind of helps it be like this energy sink so that you can, you can soak up some of that energy first. Cause then basically like 
you really only store a lot of fat tissue when you like fill when you overfill this energy sink like when you're in a calorie sur like so when people are in a calorie surplus for an extended period of time it's because they've been just overfeeding their body and not quite using this muscle glycogen because people who typically overeat a lot are typically underactive so because you're set both sedentary you're not like just using a lot of this energy source in your body and you're just constantly overfeeding you're pouring you're pouring more and more stuff into the sink and then it starts to overfill and then this is how we accumulate more like body fat stores so yeah just having like yes yeah, so just having more muscle mass and like again it goes with the it goes hand in hand with the exp energy expenditure thing but it also um functions as an energy sink because when you're actually using the energy in your body you're kind of like emptying out the sink in a sense and then your body at the end of the day it has to fuel up again and you're like refilling the sink so and that and that's basically how you like prevent yourself from just getting a bunch of like um energy surplus over time and actually gaining a lot of fat tissue because you're built when you build more muscle this improves your body's ability to to do this and to store energy as actual usable forms of energy and not to say that body fat isn't being used but also like immediate forms of used energy so that like your body doesn't have to store away fat for long-term use and you're actually yeah like i said you're you're maintaining a good level of energy usage and also energy storage so you're not like uh, over storing fat stores so yeah but um and then also last thing like i said like building muscle just literally improves your quality of life and your lifespan as well and not, not even just building muscle, building muscle, improving your cardiovascular system, like it literally improves your quality. Because if we think about most of the people who live the longest, they maintain some sort of physical activity. And yeah, it just because it, as the saying goes, you know, you, 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 you either use it or lose it. And so when you don't use your body, you lose a lot of function that has and obviously like age doesn't make anything easier. So you have to keep up this lifestyle. You have to keep moving your body in order for to signal to it like, hey, we should keep this muscle. We should keep these bodily functions because I am still using it. So just literally moving your body more and exercising more is going to improve your quality of life and lifespan. And yeah, if anything, like I think muscle is probably the, the most important like quote unquote anti-aging thing that you can do because like I, like I said, for all of these previous reasons, like muscle improves the efficiency of your body for utilizing energy it improves your sleep, improves your better nutrient partitioning. So like when you compound this effect over the course of time, over the course of months and years, this like obviously it, it, it like alleviates a lot of the extra stressors that like when you don't do this otherwise, it puts a lot of stress in your body. But when you like invest and put in this time and energy before, it sets up your body to be much better off as you age because by taking off a lot of the stress and also by kind of improving your bodily functions like over time you're actually kind of like making investments in a sense so by the time you get into older age you're going to be so much better set up that you can kind of age gracefully in a sense you won't need someone to take care of you or wipe your ass and you will actually be able to live a longer and more higher quality of life like yeah sure like like a lot of people can get to the age of 90 but to get to the age of 90 and also feel like I'm not really the age of 90 and also be able to live independently. That's another thing in itself. That's just incredible to do. Um, and yeah, like, and then that's one of, and that's one of the things that like, I've kind of changed my mind on over the, especially over the past couple of years. It's like, yeah, it's cool. Like getting jacked and all. And like, that's still kind of my goals right now, but also like, I just want to really live a really long time and also live a really high quality of life because 
like yeah we as i mean as far as we know we just have this one life on earth and so we definitely want to kind of live the best life as we can but also live the longest life that we can and have both of those things kind of go hand in hand so that's why i i work out um you know three to four times a week and that's why i do cardio basically most days and yeah it's basically like i don't think of it as a chore i think of it as an investment into my future self and yeah i mean some days obviously don't want to do it but let's say it's like this is for kind of setting myself up for the future so that i ultimately can't reap the rewards it's like and as i age like i don't feel as much of the detrimental effects of aging because i put so much work into this stuff to kind of um to kind of let myself age gracefully and like obviously we can't stop the effects of aging but we can minimize them or we can set ourselves up so that the effects of aging don't impact us as severely as someone who lives a sedentary lifestyle and also does doesn't like pay attention to their diet and all that um but yeah but yeah that, that's about it that's that about covers it for my rant on this topic for this week uh yeah but yeah thanks for tuning in thank you so much for listening hope you got something out of this and hope this like topic of discussion really helps um but yeah that's about it if you're listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review and also be sure to leave a written review because i read all of those and i do love reading those um knowing what specific topics have helped you um specifically but yeah that's about it thank you so much for listening again and i'll catch you in the next one peace